FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in, got some questions for y'all. I'd love to hear answers to, because uh, there's lots happening on this hump day. We're barely Wednesday, and we've already got a week's worth of news happening. Uh, the GOP, in spite of the fact that we've got races all over the place that have yet to be uh, certified, and we're going to talk about that on, on tonight's show, uh, the GOP picked their House leadership today. And I'm not sure, you know, um, what's new in the new leadership. What do you guys think about that, that uh, McCarthy defeated Jim Jordan in terms of being the House minority leader? So I'm curious if you guys like that pick. When I posted on Facebook earlier, it seemed as though um, the majority, the vast majority felt like it's just another Paul Ryan and another, you know, failed Republican who helped, you know, from California. This we lost we lost big in California and you know I'm not particularly happy with McCarthy as a choice. We need bold we need true leadership is to be bold like President Trump. True we have not had true leadership in the House of Representatives. And for him to be picked, uh, when I read the article today, it a lot of it had to do, admittedly, by the Republicans with fundraising. I've talked about it before. Cheryl Atkinson, who's, who does a great a great uh, show called Full Measure, talked about how the leadership positions are always going to the the people who raise the most money. That's what it is. It's not about putting forth an agenda. It's not about who's actually representing the will of the people. If if they if the House Republicans really cared about fulfilling the will of the people and doing what we elected them to do, we would not have lost in the midterms because they would we would have a border wall that would uh, be so fierce right now, at least in the process of being built, we would not have a caravan of people at the border about 20 miles south of me right now. We would have Obamacare repealed and replaced, and we would already have free market solutions underway. And there is absolutely no reason that I have to believe that McCarthy, as as House Minority Leader, is going to do any better of a job than Paul Ryan. But you know why? Because McCarthy's been in there for how long? And he ain't done it. I'm from the show-me state. Not really, but metaphorically. You know, I'm I'm into biting. I'm not into barking. I'm into results. I'm not into talk. Enough of that. By the oh, I, I speaking of talking, I, I started into a rant, and forgot to introduce my main man, and it ain't McCarthy. It's the man who keeps the show going every night. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. You like carrot? DJ Carrot Sticks. We like carrot. DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know the scary thing about the immigrants uh, from Honduras? I saw a group of them uh, coming across the border on bird scooters. <laughs> Another reason to not like those bird scooters. <laughs> yeah. Amen, brother. Them things are dangerous. What's more dangerous than a bird scooter going 30 miles an hour in PB? One being ridden by some MS-13 gang gang dudes, okay? I wouldn't be surprised at all if they didn't already have a whole bunch of, not only Ubers lined up, but all, a whole bunch of them bird scooters down at the border. We got Robbie Starbuck, who's going to be here a little bit later on the show to talk about the, the caravan. Um, 
another question I had for y'all. Okay, one question if you want to call in 888-344-1170 is your thoughts on the leadership there. Um, my other question for you guys is what do you really think the end game is for the Democrats in terms of because they always have an end game. I said last night on the show, I think it was last night, the CNN, that lawsuit they have ain't about Jim Acosta. There's a long game objective in order to enforce the left's agenda going on in that lawsuit, just like with the election shenanigans going on in Florida. The left really doesn't care about Gillum personally. They really don't. It's not really about Bill Nelson uh, who looks oddly like Fire Marshal Bill to me for some reason from In Living Color. There's always a long game going on. And the reality is, is the long game that is being played here by the Democrats, which is why they even started with all this provisional balloting crap, which is why they even started with early voting and absentee voting and all and motor voter and all of that was so they could steal elections. And it starts out under the false guise of and why they've pushed against voter ID. Because they want, they set up and they've been pushing to have a system that allowed for fraud so that they could steal elections, bring in the courts if they need to because they've weaponized the courts against this country. That's their greatest weapon. But there's an even bigger long game being played here. And we've seen today what it is. Nancy Pelosi, first of all, just to update you on a couple of the details, uh, Bill Nelson, Fire Marshal Bill, did, has sued for extensions in Florida. He got one in Palm Beach County. That recount has now been extended to November 20th. Uh, yet to, to see if he's going to get an extension in Broward County. A judge, speaking of activist courts in Georgia, has, uh, I guess, uh, I, the, maybe the legal term is an injunction, but they've said that the state cannot certify Kemp uh, because of why? Provisional ballots. Even though, uh, the and did you guys know that uh, Stacey Abrams has been post-election campaigning? She and her team has been sending out, they've been putting people on email and text blast for anybody. Hey, anybody of you out there been voted by way of provisional ballot? We want to hear from you. Yeah, they're literally campaigning for votes in Georgia right now, even though, uh, according to provisional ballots so far, 1,811 provisional ballots um, of the 1,811 provisional ballots so far in Fulton County alone, 49% were duplicate. And 1,556 of them were rejected. This is, this is fraud. It's like uh, Lowell was talking about last night, grand theft government. But what's the ultimate end game? It ain't even just about Stacey Abrams or what's going on in Florida. The Democrats have already put us on notice for what the ultimate end game is. Nancy Pelosi has come out and said they already have a House resolution bill, H.R. 1, that is according to um, NPR. This is NPR. This is not Fox News. This isn't Gateway Pundit. This is coming from NPR. We know that they're liberal. Uh, that says they've already got um, a le- piece of legislation that is going to, quote, remove obstacles to voting. See, they've got, see, that's always under the guise of we've got to make it so easy for people. And if you're not willing to make it easy, i.e. make it easy to, to, for fraud to occur, then you're suppressing the vote. They're going to, quote, close loopholes in government ethics laws and, quote, reduce the influence of political money. All that means, i.e., as this article goes on to describe, uh, one of the things that they're going to do is um, try to overturn the Supreme Court decision on Citizens United, which declared political contributions as free speech. In other words, they are going to go after the Supreme Court. They're going to challenge that Supreme Court decision. They're going to try to control free speech. But even worse than that, 
One of the things that they're trying to establish with this HR1 is establish automatic voter registration. How are they going to do automatic voter registration? They're going to go around to maternity wards and have babies automatically registered with a birth certificate, birth certificate to vote Democrat? You think I'm being facetious? I wouldn't put it past them. It's exactly the kind of crap that they would do. What's, how's that different from birthright citizenship? They want to, quote, reinvigorate the Voting Rights Act that, according to NPR, was crippled by the Supreme Court decision in 2013. Yeah, shame on that Supreme Court for saying that uh, uh, how we put our money into elections is an exorcism, uh, is exercising our free speech. They, this uh, HR bill also is going on to um, uh, have in the legislation requiring presidential candidates to make their tax returns public. What does that have to do with, with uh, you know, uh, elections? What does that have to do with, with voting? This is, this is nothing. The end game should be clear to every American. The, and, and they go on to say, one, one Democrat goes on to say, that's part of their quote, and, and by the way, in terms of requiring presidential candidates to make their tax returns public, that is part of, quote, ethics language. In other words, they, see, that's the beauty in terms of the way the left it does a brilliant job of playing word games. They couch fraud in the form of making votes easy and and fraud in the form of stopping voter suppression. They 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 couch um, uh, demanding people's personal finances, something that's not constitutional that you that you that you publish your tax returns, publicly publish those. Uh, They put that under the guise of ethics. As though it's unethical that you don't publish your private financial information. One of the Democrats goes on to say uh, that they know that this bill is controversial. They know that it's going to be denied by the Republicans in the Senate. But he goes on to say that they know that at some point they're going to get the Senate. And at some point they're going to have the White House. And this will become law. In other words, you have been put on notice, America, that the Democrats... By any means necessary, or or their end goal is to completely control every election in this country. That's their end game. And once that happens, we're done. They're already in the process of making that happen. So my question for you guys tonight is, how do we stop it? How do we stop it? Because the Republican Party has known that this has been going on. Governor Scott knew in Florida what that woman was doing in Broward County. He didn't do anything to stop it. He not only didn't remove her, he didn't even bother to put anybody down there initially to, to pay attention to anything that was going on. The Republicans have known that the provisional ballots and every, every different way that they've been rigging elections was in play. They've known illegals were voting. They knew that every aspect of this was happening. They didn't do anything. So now what do we do? We don't have control of the House anymore. They're, 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 what they have in play now is an attempt to now steal 2020. What do we do? 888-344-1170. Curious to hear from you guys. Let me know what you think. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. 
Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Would you give up precious family memories this Thanksgiving with your kids and go to Afghanistan or the Sudan to serve our nation? Thousands of American women and men won't be home. They have proudly answered our nation's call. Many have been on seven, eight, even ten tours of duty. And sadly, as we all get very busy heading into our holidays, these brave men and women are all but forgotten. Most people making plans to enjoy their upcoming Thanksgiving won't even think of the freedoms we all enjoy every day that others fought and died for, which allow us to sleep safely in our own homes every night. Won't you stand with our soldiers today by calling now 8557-TROOPS or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com to send care packages full of premium cookies and coffee and Gatorade. Most of all, you'll be sending a reminder that they are remembered and so appreciated. Please go to your phone now. Your tax-deductible gift of $1,000 will send 40 care packs, 500 sends 20, and $250 sends 10. Call now, 8557-TROOPS, or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit, and they don't pass the refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. What's the scariest thing about going to the dentist? Opening your mouth or opening your wallet? Because just a simple cleaning can cost $150 and things like root canals can cost you hundreds more. If you don't have dental insurance to help, you should give Physicians Mutual Insurance Company a call. 1-800-709-3321. This isn't a discount plan or preventive-only coverage. This is real dental insurance that helps pay for checkups right away. So you can call today and get your teeth cleaned tomorrow. Plus, it helps cover the more expensive procedures you might need down the road. Fillings, crowns, bridges, even costly dentures. There's no deductible and no annual maximum. Your acceptance is guaranteed for one of these insurance policies even if you're retired or on Medicare. Plus, you can choose any dentist you'd like. That's right, any dentist you want. Call and we'll rush you a free information kit with all the details. 1-800-709-3321. 
That's 1-800-709-3321. 1-800-709-3321. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donut queen AK here. Although I haven't eat, actually eaten my donuts yet. I got me I got me a big pack here. Eight berries and cream. Little celebratory pack. Because you know what? I, I got to tell you, I was, I was kind of ready to celebrate the news when I heard the creepy porn lawyer got arrested. I wonder who posted his bail. Do you think it was Stormy? Do you think she pulled Probably it? Probably not. She's mad at him, right? Well, why would she be mad at him? Just because just cause she ain't got no money and she's having to go work, work uh, you know, the poll for do- whatever dollar bills, you know, uh, she's going to get? I don't know. You know, she's been getting $20 a, an entry fee. It's probably Bill Clinton. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, coming up in the show with Robbie Starbuck. And we're also going to talk about the caravan that's here, even though Shep Smith said, we got to talk a little bit about Fox News, by the way, even though Mr. Shep said, oh, Trump is just using that as some political talking point. They're months away. Oh, but then poor people. Well, maybe maybe they already had the bird scooters, DJ Carrot Sticks. Maybe that's how they got already to the border. Um, but now I, I want to shift gears a little bit because, you know, before the break, I was talking about the election shenanigans and the stealing that's been going on. And, uh, you know, um, so much of what's, uh, what's happening uh, today in terms of um, the election thievery, the denial of the rule of law, the push for socialism in this country, uh, the mob rule and in, in the in, in violence and the incitement of violence. I mean, so much about what's going on in this country, but particularly with the election stuff, to me, it's kind of like a symptom of the problem. Because when you look at what's happening, why so many people are saying, why are Americans going along with the election thievery and some of this stuff? Um, because the left has done a really good job of changing the culture of this country through identity politics. And by te- dividing America into all these different groups and telling each group that they're victims, of course they're being victimized by horrible America, by the Republican Party, evil white men. And then they end up hurting the very groups that they supposedly care about. And so that's why I had my next guest come on, because she wrote a great op-ed. It's Dr. Marilyn Singletary. And uh, she, Singleton, and she wrote a great op-ed saying that the real loser in the midterms was individuality. And here to explain is Dr. Singleton herself. Hi, doctor. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi. So glad to be here. You know, I'm a native San Diegan, so this border stuff is so near and dear to my heart. I loved you talking about it. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's near and dear to my heart, too. When I first moved to California, my mother actually was working at uh, an, for an administrative law judge whose job and what they did all day long was prosecuted businesses for what they called knowing hires. And that was at a time in which we were supposedly enforcing our borders, enforcing our immigration laws, including prosecuting those who gave comfort, basically, to illegals in this country in the form of hiring them. Uh, that job no longer exists, and now we're an open border uh, country. My mom said to me at the time when I first moved here, she said, you know, Ange, by the time of year 2000, every Californian is going to be working to support 10 illegals. I said, no, Ma, that can't happen. It's worse than that now, Dr. Singleton. Oh, indeed. I, you know, it's, it's such a shame to me to see everything change so much, having lived here my entire life. And I 
I've just seen it year after year after year. And, oh, boy, talk about a whole other show. But. Well, yeah. In fact, I would love to have you on sometime to talk about how the fact that you went to, you, you know, prestigious um, higher education centers like Stanford. And I, I would love to pick your brain sometime about the how those institutions have changed since you were there. Not that you're 100 years old, but, I mean, the way the left has... <laughs> <Close>. <laughs> But I mean, the way the left has hijacked, you know, our, our our entire education system, particularly our colleges and universities, and turned them into indoctrination centers is is part of why we've got this problem. And that's a key way in which they've shifted. The left has shifted our culture and society. Yes. Oh, completely. And it, it's interesting. And I, I love being on a San Diego show. I went to San Diego High, and when I went to San Diego High. It taught every language known to man, including Esperanto. And then over the years, it it just became suddenly San Diego High wasn't the great high school anymore. And and it was so sad to see. Uh, And part of it is the indoctrination. And what really is bothersome, and especially as a physician, whose father was a physician, one of the early physicians in San Diego, that you're told you're not compassionate or you don't mm-hmm. care about people. And that gripes me more than anything else. And my patients always love me. I did the best thing I could for them. Don't have them pay if they couldn't afford all those things. Mm-hmm. Yet I'm not compassionate. Right. Yeah. You're you're greedy because you actually want to be compensated. You know, when I was a kid, we used to look up at doctors and, you know, it was something to aspire to. And I would be, you know, friends with kids whose parents were doctors and they lived in nice, beautiful, big homes and drove fancy cars. And I thought, yes, that's the American dream and play. You know, somebody who had had a gift and a talent and, you know, a, a, a really good intellect dedicated themselves and their life because it takes a tremendous amount of dedication as well as a lot of risk and and a lot of financial risk as well as legal liability to go and do that. And it's like, that's to be celebrated. Now, uh, doctors are treated as though you're the scum of the earth because you want to make more than minimum wage to do it. It's ridiculous. But I want to stay focused on your op-ed because I think it's really important to get back to, you know, because you evidently are as brilliant in terms of culture and understanding that as you are medicine, because the, the attack on individuality, we are a country that was founded on the concept of not of entitlements, of individual freedom and individual responsibility. And that has been an area in which the left has gained ground to convince Americans that we're victims and that we're entitled to be taken care of by the government and being given stuff by the government. And then particularly when it comes to we women, somehow the feminist movement went from telling women you can do it all and you can achieve anything to where you poor little women, you've been victimized. And, you know, we now you need to be Julie and have the government take care of you. Oh, it's it's disgusting. I when all this nonsense came up and I do say it's nonsense and people can hate me if they want. But I remember the day. If a man was treating you boorishly, you either said, just, I won't say the words, but mm-hmm. lake off creep. Yeah. Or they got a good swift slap across the face mm-hmm. and you marched off. Yeah. And I think whatever happened to turning on your heel, marching off with your head up high, and I just don't know what happened. Suddenly, oh, take care of me, and oh, I can't say anything mean to him. And mm-hmm. I, 
and but as you have pointed out, part of this is an indoctrination, and it's telling people they're victims, and it's totally changed how Americans view themselves, and this is what's setting the pace for the future of a total government takeover of our lives. Yeah, you have a quote in this article that I love. It says, people whose lives are barren and insecure seem to show a greater willingness to obey than people who are self-sufficient and self-confident. Such persons tend to value equality and fraternity more than freedom. Such persons will also more readily accept in their medical care government control, rationing, and paint-by-the-numbers treatments. I I read that quote, and I thought it took me right back to when I studied political philosophy because, you know, the way that they're able to manipulate, the left has done a really great job of changing the culture culture into a by making them little snowflakes and little weak and telling them that they're victims they make them feel so insecure about themselves that they feel like they need the government and they can't do anything without the help of anybody else and it is it is so abusive it's no different to me than a man who oppresses his wife in that way and verbally and emotionally and mentally beats her down to tell her that she's nothing and can't achieve anything without him and that's in order to maintain control over her. And if she believes it, then she's never going to be willing to leave him and she's going to stay under that oppression. That's what they're doing en masse to our entire culture. And it's hard to get people to understand it because people's eyes glaze over sometimes when I go to, you know, too philosophical on it. But, you know, that's what we've done to our culture. And how do we stop it and how do we turn it around? Part of it really is getting the word out. The unfortunate part is we end up speaking to the choir, we end up talking to people who were already listening to that point of view, and sometimes it takes something. Look at Hurricane Katrina, for example, when people were standing there not knowing what to do, people who had been taught to be dependent on the government, where you almost have to show an example, is if you were used to taking care of yourself, then you go take care of yourself. We even had neighbors when we had made our earthquake bag and had it in a big roller bag because we pointed out that you can't dehydrate water and water is very heavy, so you need a bag that if you had to carry it, you Mm -hmm. could roll it. And they looked at us like we were sudden geniuses that we figured (laughs) this out. And they said, well, I guess we don't have to do it because now we can come to you. And my husband and I looked at each other. Yeah, right? I mean, the sense of entitlement. Right. I mean, and and that's what we're breeding here in this country. We're breeding people that don't want to accept any responsibility for their lives. They want to depend on other people. And, you know, but and we're that we're approaching the point, particularly with the open borders, to get back to that, to where we are. We already have at least half this country to where half the households in this country are receiving some form of taxpayers assistance because the government has no money. We've we're already at the breaking point. We can't afford to have open borders anymore. There's no compassion in destroying in this country by bringing more people in who are just going to end up taking from taxpayers who are going to end up coming to their neighbor and saying, well, I'm going to take from you. What's the difference? What's going on right now is no different than somebody came to you and took your wallet out of your purse and said, I'm going to take this money from you because you know what? You've worked harder and you know what? I don't feel like working today. I mean, that's really where we're at. And I don't feel like enough people are talking about the cultural shift that's going on in our country. We don't have enough Republicans, enough people running for office talking about it. And there's not people enough people in the media to. talking about it. Pardon me? They're afraid to. Everyone's afraid of being vilified and called names, called a racist. And I, if those were Russians 
white-skinned people who were storming the border, we'd be just as upset because Russians, so many of the Russians that came over in groups were involved in illegal activities and whatnot, and people who live in communities that got overrun, they just as much don't want Russians, and they have white skin. It's not an issue of the color of people's skin. It's a mass importation of folks that have a different view of the world. They have a life is cheap view of the world, and it really isn't what how we look at things in America. And people need time to assimilate. They need time to enculturate and mingle with other people. When people come in in big groups, they tend to ghettoize. And and that's just the way it is because they don't know the language. And then the only newspapers that are in the neighborhoods are La Raza newspapers. And so they don't encourage people to learn to speak English Mm -hmm. because if they learn to speak English, they might get another point of view. Exactly. You laid it all out. Dr. Singleton, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, stay tuned. We got more uh, coming up. We actually got Robbie Starbuck who's going to be here. We're going to continue to talk about the caravan. And we got to talk about Avenatti and what happened. Where is the left? Where's the Me Too movement? They should be They should be a Kavanaugh in this man. They should be. Uh, they should be outside his office right now with pitchforks. Where's all the women out there upset about this man? Stay tuned. We got to talk about it when we come back. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay. On behalf of Move America Forward, Thanksgiving will soon be here, and we've teamed up to send care packages to our troops who are serving overseas and who miss their loved ones, some of whom receive no care packs at all unless we send them today. I had a young soldier, a couple of deployments while I was in Iraq. His family just couldn't send him something. My wife would call up places like Move America Forward and send care packages on their behalf because they didn't have that family member who could afford it or knew how to send it. Won't you call in? Won't you help out or give online? 
care packs are ready to go to men and women serving overseas. Call in, dictate a greeting, and then the number of care packs you'd like to send. Your gift of $100 sends four. Each $100 donation earns you a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House. Go to the phone right now and help out. 855, the number seven, and the word troops. 855-787-6677. That's 855, the number seven, and the word troops. Or you can give online at theanswersandiego.com. Call 855, the number seven, troops. 855-787-6677. That's 855, the number seven, and the word troops. Or give online at theanswersandiego.com. So receiving a care package, receiving a letter from home or even from a... Another state stating that they miss us and they love us and they can't wait for us to be home with our families is so impactful, such a humbling experience, and it also lets us know that we're not just over there. Call 8557-TROOPS, 8557-TROOPS, that's 855-787-6677. While supplies last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations, La Jolla and downtown San Diego. Call 8557-TROOPS or give online at theanswersandiego.com. Take one atom of nitrogen and bond it with one atom of oxygen. Boom! You just created nitric oxide, a miracle molecule your own body makes that fuels your cardiovascular health, keeping you vibrant. But as we all age, our bodies need help generating more natural nitric oxide. Superbeets by Human has harnessed the power of nutrient-enriched beets and created a superfood that helps your body make more nitric oxide on its own. The core philosophy of Human is to develop heart-healthy products for your body. One teaspoon, just one teaspoon of Superbeets daily supports your cardiovascular health and blood pressure levels, giving you natural energy without the need of a quick caffeine kick or sugar high. That is why I take Super Beats every single day. I have high blood pressure issues and it helps keep my blood pressure down. We're talking real, healthy, natural energy. 800-996-3406 or go to elderbeats.com and find out how you can get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats and free shipping with your first purchase. Feel the one plus one equals boom effect of Super Beats. Call 800-996-3406 or go to elderbeats.com today. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a donut The Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's show glad to have you all here with me um, by the way, if you're watching on Facebook Live, keep those comments rolling. That's really, you guys have such amazing uh, insight into everything that's that's going on. A couple of you are posting out there about whether or not somebody, I can't remember the quote because I'm not actually looking at it right now, um, but I posed the question earlier, what do we do to take our country back? And somebody posted a quote from one of our founders about the blood of tyrants. Um, I don't know that we're at, I don't know that our country has enough patriots who love what this country was founded on. Have we gone to, I don't know that we've got enough willing to get out there and fight for it. Or we're too cushy, we're too soft. I think even even too many hardcore patriots and conservatives uh, are a little snowflakey at this point. I could be wrong though. I'm gonna pose this question to my next guest, Robbie Starbuck. He joins me now to talk about this and other things. Hey Robbie, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey Andrea, how are you doing? Well, I'm good. You know, um, uh, I'm good in spite of the fact that we got this caravan that was supposed to take months to get here. Yeah. It's now here, and they are already yep. jumping the fence. We were supposed to have the military at the border. Mattis was over in Texas. I don't know why he wasn't here, but he was basically telling them they're going to be in the support role. Um, they're not really going to be engaging. And I'm looking at these uh, these illegals sitting on the top of the fence at Friendship Park thinking they should be picked off like ducks in a shooting gallery. 
Yeah, it's it's maddening. Honestly, what what needs to be done is, you know, uh, we need to share the facts more. The reality is when these people come over, um, it's when they actually make it to their court case, which is the problem, you know, is actually getting them to make it there. But when they do make it there, 80 percent are denied and sent back. And what we should be doing is we should set up camps all along the border from California through Texas, all the way through all those illegal entry points that they use. And anytime they're not using a port of entry, a legal one, then they end up in tent camps where they literally just wait for their court case. Wait for your court case. You go to your court case. If you have a valid claim, you come in. You don't have a valid claim, then we're sending you back and we'll put them right on a plane, period, done, send them back. Um, that would solve a lot of problems, and it would send a strong message to Central American countries um, in general, you know, all, the, all of their inhabitants. And in Mexico, too, it would send a strong message to them that, you know, um, we're, we're, not, we're not playing with this. It's not, it's not something we're taking lightly anymore. Um, and we've taken it lightly for too long now. Um, and I am kind of surprised, honestly, that there was nobody at the Tijuana border. Yeah. Um, that there was nobody over there in San Diego when these people were jumping over the wall. I mean, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's kind of embarrassing. Well, it's embarrassing and it's infuriating. It makes me want to ro- run down and take my shotgun, my Remington out of my house and go down to the border. I mean, seriously. <laughs> you know, I mean, do you really think that, uh, let me pose this question to you because it came up on Facebook. I mean, we've, we've got the Democrats stealing elections all over the place. We've got a House resolution that they're already drafting uh, that will ultimately completely take over all of our elections if it ultimately gets passed, which they say no, they know that it won't get passed by the Senate right now. But eventually the Democrats, they say it's just a matter of time before they have control of the Senate and then they're going to have control of all of our elections. Um, so they are working the long game to completely take it. And once you control the elections, we're done. We know what their ultimate game is to transform us. Do, do you think there's enough Americans out there that are going to stand up against this? You know, that's a really tough question. I, I, I don't know that. I don't know that we're there yet. It's hard. It's hard to answer that question when you're not there yet. You know, and right. I think that's part of the problem is uh, too many people don't take it seriously until it happens. So you kind of there's a lot of sit and wait and yeah. you wait for disaster to strike. And, you know, um, that isn't always necessarily the best thing to do. You know, I think that there's there's things we should have done differently in the midterms. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we didn't fight for California seats the way we should have. Right. Um, we didn't fight for a lot of of seats that that um, really, frankly, should have been fought for in the House um, because they're winnable districts. They're places where if you go in and you really you really cut your message across, you know, and you you get through to people on their level with how is this materially going to affect your life? How are we going to do better for you mm-hmm. than other people? You know, um, you wouldn't have seen the losses that we saw. Those losses came through because um, more money was I mean, it came down to money. More money was spent by Democrats. Putting well, ads out also, there, also, I had to turn on the ground. Yeah, excuse me for interrupting, but I also had to turn off Isa today, who was on Hannity, because you know he let this district go, didn't do everything that he needed to do. He ran away in the middle of President Trump's first admin, uh, first term instead of sticking it out, and then he waited too late. He set Diane Harkey up uh, for failure. She was not a great candidate. Uh, President no, Trump should, yeah, she was terrible. So was John Cox. 
And we should have supported Travis Allen. That was uh, that was so, so the Republican establishment here in California and in San Diego uh, had some real serious mis- missteps, including none of them would stand up for Duncan Hunter and say, you know what? Yeah, there's indictments, but he's innocent until proven guilty. And if we were going to stand behind Kavanaugh and say that the standard is that we're innocent until proven guilty, then everybody Republican should be supporting Duncan Hunter. And they wouldn't do it. They did not band together as a party. And so a lot of failures there. What, but you're right. We wait until a crisis. Everything that's going on with the elections right now, everything that's happening at the border, the Republicans have let happen. They've yeah, sat it's, back. It's they waited. It's waiting until a crisis. Yeah. That's, but, that's exactly what it is. You know, look, if you look at Duck and Hunter, there's there's an integral way to go about this. You know, the, the problem is they, they kind of let what the Democrats are hitting them on dictate how are we going to respond. And that's not how you do it. You have to have the same integrity no matter what you do. So in his situation, what would have been appropriate is to say, look, we're all supporting him right now because he's not proven guilty. But we have a plan in place. If he is proven guilty, this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Spell it out clearly, you know, and that way everything you've done, it maintains your integrity. You're supporting somebody because they have not been proven guilty yet. You know, the only exception to that is if there is just an overwhelming glut of evidence that somebody is guilty of something, then I think it's appropriate to kind of step back and, you know, move away from it and move off it, especially if it's like a really heinous crime. You know, in his case, though, we really don't have that much evidence um, to be able to go off of. And it's really it has to be heard in court and we have to find out, you know, how how that ends up, you know, in the end. So, you know, I think that what would be appropriate is putting it all out there like that instead of just kind of, you know, what they did was pretend it didn't exist and just not help him. Exactly. They just ignored it. And when different candidates were asked about it, they just, you know, ignored it. And, you know, that's what the Republicans do. They ignore issues. They don't, the Democrats hit it head on. They are proactive. They play offense all the time. And the Republicans are playing defense. I tell you, I think this care, but President Trump, there's only so much he can do. He didn't get the Republican Party to give him the wall and fund the wall. So he sent the military down there. They've been putting up concertina wire. They've been down, the Border Patrol was down here for three days uh, doing Doing, uh, shutting down lanes and doing what they could do in preparation for the caravan. That's what that um, that somebody funded them to get them on buses to try to beat the border patrol at their own game, and that's why they showed up here early. Um, but, but there's only so much that Trump can do without a Republican Congress to help him. And then the Republicans, I think, it, with um, I think there's the Republican Party is relieved that they don't have control of the House because now they can go back to being in the minority, being in the minority, pretending that they care about putting forth the people's agenda, but with an excuse to not get it done. Um, yeah, you know, I, I would I would say that's that's true in a lot of instances, but I would also say this. I wouldn't generalize it as as the Republicans as a whole, because I know a a good number that genuinely want to get things done. They genuinely, you know, they want to fight for things. They want to see things done differently. It's about organization. And that is something you have to give credit to your opponent. And I'll give credit to Democrats. They're great at organizing, period. They're fantastic at it. We're not. We don't have organizers. We have a lot of individuals, you know, and that goes back to the psychology of the types of people that are attracted to each party. You know, uh, people who are Republican tend to be more self-starters. They tend Mm -hmm. to be very entrepreneurial. They're able to take care of things on their own. So that doesn't lead you to as many types of people who are great at organizing people, Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of people who want to just do everything they can themselves or delegate to somebody else. But it's not like this, like, you know, 
Right. You're you, right. You, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. Jim Jordan, I, he should have he should have been given Senate my, uh, House Minority Leader. You know, we need somebody bold. Why, you know, they're, they continue to, to, too many in the establishment continue. Uh, they don't know how to try anything new. President Trump gave them a blueprint. Some of them really care. Not There are some within the Republican Party. You're right, I am generalizing. There are some within the Republican Party that are rhinos, literally uh, Paul Ryan. There are some that are true conservatives that just don't know how to fight. They've just been there too long and a part of the swamp. And then there's the real freedom fighters like Jim Jordan and for some reason they're not backing the, them and they are bold and they they are in the the mold of Trump and if they were given the real leadership that they deserve they could turn some of this stuff around you know I think where some of that comes from and the, the reason why is uh, why you're not seeing Trump come out you know full-heartedly getting behind Jordan um, to, to make that happen is they want to be able to meet in the middle ground on some of these things. And somebody like McCarthy is very, you know, obviously, you know, this already, he's very middle ground, you know, he's, he's liberal in some ways, he's conservative in some ways. And I won't hate on that. You know, everybody has their uh, Mm -hmm. sort of where they are ideologically. I think that they're hoping that having somebody like that will be able to keep us sort of framed as very reasonable, you know, able to be flexible in some ways so that in 2020 we can go, look, we tried to work with these people. They keep, they, every time we try to work with them, there's some new crazy thing that they want, you know, to, to throw on us some reason mm-hmm. they can't work with us. But look at all these reasonable ways we tried to compromise with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually more of a 2020 strategy than it is a right now strategy. That's um, a good point. Jordan, you know, if he's fighting, 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 it's, it's a whole lot of, you know, I think people, in, you know, in suburban areas are kind of, they're a little bit over all of the fighting. You know, I think so you're right. And I also think there's that around the better. Right. I think you're right. I think there's also divisions within the party and somebody in the middle of the road versus somebody who's just, you know, going to dig their, their yeah. heels in the dirt like me, you know, might be, might your, be a better person. I really do. I really appreciate him. I think he's a fighter. Um, and I think he, he's going to do really fantastic things in his own right. But I do understand the decision, you know, um, yeah. to go forward with McCarthy as minority leader. Well, I appreciate you so much for being here, Robbie Starbuck. You have such great insight. We're going to have to have you back more often. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Now stay tuned because we come back. We got to talk about Fox News jumping in the CNN lawsuit. What? We got that. And we've got a shocking report coming from Ryan Morrow and the Clarion Project about something happening here in California. Stay tuned for this one. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. 
You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center is ready to serve your estate planning needs with a powerful and ironclad living trust package. A comprehensive living trust avoids probate, protects your beneficiaries, and saves time and money. The process to obtain a living trust package should be simple and affordable. Do not be misled into thinking a high price means a better living trust. Attorney Paul Hanks at the Santee Legal Center will perform a free, personalized evaluation of your estate and match you with the correct living trust package at a great price, backed by a low price guarantee. You've worked hard to acquire a home and build wealth over the years, and now is your time to protect and preserve your estate. The last thing you want your heirs to deal with is a costly and prolonged probate proceeding after you've passed away. A living trust is the optimum estate planning tool and will bring you peace of mind. Go to SanteeLegalCenter.com for more information or email radio at SanteeLegalCenter.com. Do it today and rest easy tomorrow. That's SanteeLegalCenter.com. This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. President Trump will win re-election. Anyone who watched his presser after the midterms knows in his or her bones that it's going to happen because he's getting better and better at the job. He spent two years learning the job to which he brought, a communications skill set unmatched by any other commander-in-chief except Ronald Reagan. Nobody is better at combative than Trump, and we live in an age addicted to combativeness. Cable News has adopted sports-like coverage and monetized combativeness. The culture is built on combativeness. The president is also getting better and better at the policy and performance aspects of the presidency, getting better on the details, even as he sharpens his jousting skills. If Trump repopulates his front bench with a talent-supporting cast of people who will amplify rather than muffle his message, he'll be unstoppable in 2020. Of course, that could change, but right now you just have to say he is a prohibitive favorite. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program, Hi, I'm Jason Labram of Labram Wealth Management. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Labram Wealth, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at labramwealth.com. Albin, can I tell you a story? Yeah. Okay, a long time ago in a kingdom far away, a certain caveman named Donald stood up to a bunch of toxic swamp creatures and helped his fellow cavemen take their government back. Yay! It's incredible. And with my friend Tim Raglan, we tell the story, it's based on a true story, of this noble caveman who defeats a group, a bipartisan group of cowardly swamp creatures. It's called Donald Drains the Swamp. Get your copy of this book by Eric Metaxas and Tim Raglan today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show Glad to have you all here with me um, Okay, so we talked a good bit last night I think it was last night about the CNN lawsuit going on 
and uh, Jim Acosta and CNN claiming that, you know, his civil rights, basically, they didn't use the word civil rights, basically said that his the rights of, of the free press and his First Amendment rights had been violated, even though there's nothing in the Constitution that says uh, that he has a right uh, to to go to press conferences. You know, where is that in the Bill of Rights? You know, all all humans are granted the right to show up at the White House with, with a press pass. And by the way, continued clarification, thanks to Megan Barth, that his hard pass was revoked, meaning that he had a he had a, a automatic entry, like it like an employee pass, basically, where he could come and go as he pleased. Somebody was po- posted a, a, a video today. I retweeted it uh, today, and it was going back to Easter, where President Trump was sitting there with his grandkids painting Easter eggs, and all the other media was uh, respectful and quiet, not saying anything, and Jim Acosta is shouting questions at him. His behavior has been absolutely abysmal. No excuse for his behavior whatsoever. That's why it was revoked. He and he still has access. He just has to do like everybody else in the media, like me or if DJ Keartsticks wanted to go there, we'd have to go and we would have to request uh, a pass every day and it just wouldn't be automatic. What's the big deal? CNN is still allowed in there and you know what? He still has the right to go and, and do whatever he wants to do all day long. Nobody has silenced him. And so now... And for some unknown reason whatsoever that defies logic and reasoning, Fox News has decided to support Jim Acosta. Remember, we had Brian Maloney on the show recently who said Fox News is gone. He's like, I can't get into the details, but let me tell you, Fox News is gone. Well, if you had any doubts, here it is. Here's their statement. Fox News supports CNN in its legal effort to regain its White House reporter's press credential as though it's been denied. We intend to file an amicus brief with the U.S. District Court. Secret Service passes for working White House journalists should never be weaponized. Really? Where'd you get that language, Fox News? George Soros? While we don't condone the growing antagonistic tone by both the president and the press at recent media veils, notice how they they mentioned the president first, even though he was not antagonistic at all. He was trying to deal with a rude, disrespectful jack wagon who wasn't acting as a journalist. He was acting like he was Mitt Romney in a debate. They go on to say, we do support a free press, access, and open exchanges for the American people. You know what, Fox? I hope that you get yours revoked. Because you don't care about any access or information for the people, or you would have filed a lawsuit on behalf of James Rosen, your reporter, who was illegally spied on, and and after the Obama administration weaponized the courts and weaponized the surveillance apparatus and weaponized the FBI and the DOJ against your very reporter, which you didn't do anything about. Shame on Fox News for this. Yeah, they really are faux news now. There, I said it. Um... I was going to give you guys a shocking report of something going out of California, but no shock here. I don't have the article with me. I left, I did all my, re, I left my research at home. I promise I'm going to bring you all that story tomorrow. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. Um, but here's another shocking story. Well, I don't, this isn't shocking. I'm trying to segue here. And we've got a Christian student who was a senator. She was in the, in the school um, senate. What do, what do you call um, college, these college um, government? And the her student government, student government. Thank you very much. Um, to, which to me is just so silly. I didn't, I didn't participate that in college or in high school. I didn't run for office. I mean, really. In elementary school, I ran for treasury. <laughs> and I, they called me TJ, so I said, "Vote for Mr. TJ, or I pity the fool." Yeah, you should. You, but I didn't win. My dad made a cool poster. Oh, did made he? Made me look like Mr. T. 
Um, I've never, to me, it was just, it was just silly. I mean, what was the point of that? Um, you, they, they're not really accomplishing anything, but neither is the U.S. government at this point, at least not anything good. This Christian student senator, her name is Isabella Chow. She's the daughter of Malaysian-Cambodian immigrants. You would think the left would love her, right? She's a woman. She's a minority, a woman of color, daughter of immigrants. Um, she represents a Christian a group that's the group that she was elected you know to represent she decided to abstain when the student government wanted to make a do a symbolic vote against the Trump administration who recently declared under title 9 that we had two genders in other words Trump embraced science and said there's male and, and female and that is it because you know the the left is trying to get protected class and it's and it's no it's absolutely wrong president trump was right to do that she abstained the result, and she did it respectfully, she, she said, I have to represent the Christians that I'm representing. The mob descended on her. The backlash on her was, un- she says she was brought into this for, uh, she believes that she was brought at this time for a time such as this. And she's going to stand firm against a university, the Berkeley, that was supposed to be the home of free speech as they're trying, she has been threatened uh, she has been told that she better apologize or they're going to wreak havoc on her with the meeting uh, that was a mob descended on her. And we need to pray and we need to lift this girl up in our prayers because she's representing all of us at this point. She's standing up against a school that is seeking to persecute her for being a Christian. It is time in this country in which we had protect instead of transgender wanting protected class we as christians in this country are the ones who now should get protected class status because we're literally being persecuted and discriminated against for our religious views i'm going to be right back here tomorrow night thank you all for joining me thanks to my guest have a great night everybody love you all